From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, August 19th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The state's director of health addressed the announcement by federal health officials yesterday that vaccine booster shots will begin to be made available to the public in September. More from Brittany Bailey. Health director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says eligible students and staff should get the COVID-19 vaccine. They also should wear masks, maintain social distancing and use good hand hygiene to create a safe environment in school. Inevitable. If we don't take the lessons that we are seeing from other parts of the country that are ahead of us on this COVID wave. I'm Brittany Bailey. Democratic gubernatorial candidate Nan Whaley is calling out Republican Governor Mike DeWine for his inaction to stem the spread of COVID-19 among students returning to the classroom, Karina Nova reports. The Dayton mayor spoke about COVID-19 and what Governor DeWine should do about face coverings calling on Governor Mike DeWine to follow CDC guidelines and to once again require masks for all students, teachers, and administrators in public schools. The governor does have the power to require masks and keep our kids safe and our schools open. He must use it. Whaley argues DeWine is putting politics above people. Karina Nova, ONN News. The county that includes Cleveland is getting more aggressive at trying to convince people to get vaccinated. Amani Abraham has more with that county's executive, Armand Budish. Cuyahoga County announcing that beginning next Monday, they will provide all county employees with four vaccination locations to get their shots during the workday with a possible incentive. I'm asking county council to provide a $100 incentive to our employees who get vaccinated. Earlier this week, Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Court judges voted to require vaccines for all employees. I'm Annie Abraham in Cleveland. The Biden administration announced yesterday that all nursing home staffs around the country will be required to receive a COVID-19 vaccination or risk losing their facility's federal funding. We spoke to Pete Van Runkle, the executive director of the Ohio Healthcare Association, and he says this will have a big impact. They're already struggling with a staffing crisis where they've got, on average in the state in skilled nursing, 19 open positions. And, you know, we've got probably close to half of the staff that are not vaccinated, and some significant portion of those folks are simply not going to do it. Van Runkle did say cases are up in long-term care facilities, but says it's much less than we're seeing in the general public. A former U.S. congressman from Ohio is criticizing proposed legislation at the state level that would prevent employers from requiring any vaccines. More from Andrew Kinsey. Republican Steve Stivers served in Congress for 10 years, but he resigned to become president and CEO of the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. He says House Bill 248 would also apply to schools, health care providers, and any other private or public entities. It's not about vaccines here. It's about employment at will and eroding employers' ability to decide the terms of employment in their business. Legislation is still in committee. We called the sponsor for this bill for comment. We did not hear back. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Very little is still known about a roller coaster-related accident last weekend at Cedar Point in Sandusky that left one guest hospitalized. Sarah Shookman reports. Sunday afternoon, a woman was hit by a piece of metal from the coaster as its train passed above her and others in line for the ride. Cedar Point did tell us through a spokesperson that they are continuing to focus on the guest and her family. And we know that the top thrill dragster is still closed, but that is all we're hearing. The park and its own first responders are refusing to share any other details. We don't know who she is or more importantly, 
importantly, how she's doing now. State inspectors from the Department of Agriculture were out at the park on Monday. The results of their investigation, though, could take some time. I'm Sarah Shookman. A piece of history is back home along the Lake Erie shoreline after a million-dollar makeover. Michael Kelly explains. The World War II-era submarine USS Cod made a 102-mile journey back to its Cleveland home. The 78-year-old diesel sub underwent a 63-day overhaul in Erie, Pennsylvania, including a new paint job donated by Cleveland-based Sherwin-Williams, along with refurbished torpedo tubes. Total cost of the project was $1.4 million, paid for by an endowment, as well as a grant from the national parks and private donations. A small crew posted photos online dining in the galley, as well as water and rain kissing her decks as she floated her way along the Lake Erie shore. Michael Kelly, ONN News. A rededication ceremony is set for this Sunday. And a significant majority of Americans doubt that the war in Afghanistan was worthwhile, even as they're more divided over President Joe Biden's handling of foreign policy and national security. Dave James reports. A new poll from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research shows roughly two-thirds don't believe America's longest war was worth fighting. Meanwhile, 47 percent approve of Biden's management of international affairs, while 52 percent approve of Biden on national security. The poll was conducted as the two-decade war in Afghanistan ended with the Taliban returning to power and capturing the nation's capital city of Kabul. Dave James, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.